from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. My name's Car. I'm with my BFF, Keon. What's up? What's your week, dude? It was great. It was a great week. But I believe you. Uh, because you don't believe anything. You think everything's a mystery. You know, it's interesting. Like, uh, do you ever do you ever do those uh, those dating things, those online dating apps? And then I mean, not anymore, but yes, I've done them before. And then you ask people like what they think of you. Uh, and um, I've never asked someone what they think of me. That's like that, that's what usually what they say. Anyway, that's for another day. We're gonna jump in. <laughs> Wait, what? You can't. You can't just. Hey, can you hit the light? That? Can you hit the light right there? I just realized that. Oh, oh, there it goes. Yeah, that's better. Wow. Um, All right. Well, let's just hit us. You ever uh, had a meal with the president? We'll talk about it another time. Just forget about it. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave. We have, we'll leave for the end of the show. We'll, we'll finish off this. This is why week. you think everything's a mystery because you we'll everything you do is a mystery. We'll, no, we'll, we'll leave it off at the end of the show. Stick around. We'll tell you the rest of that part. Um, or just yeah. pass forward. We're going to go to the top five stories of the week here on Stacker News. The first story is Ellenbits release a new amazing extension market exclamation point. This is a 5,651 sats from Darth coin, man, dude, this was an epic read. I love it. Yeah, it was a good, uh, it's a cool release. Ellen bits has a number of cool things like this, but it basically allows people are creating like arbitrary experiences on top of other people's lightning nodes. And this market one is one of them. So anyone who's running a node and a lightning node and Ellen bits on top, can basically create a marketplace and you could sell legal things and uh, legal things. And, um, you know, if you're using Tor, maybe not so legal things, not that you should do that, but you should only sell legal things. But, but I mean, but you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, you could basically have a e-commerce shop running out of your home without any any reliance on anyone except an internet connection, really. I mean, you don't, for payments, you're using a decentralized money, uh, hosting, you're doing it all yourself. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. So yeah. So Darth coin, if you click on each one of these, he gives you a, like a step-by-step of like what, to, like how to, how to do these things. And I think the the thing that I realized, like if you click on the, the Ellen bits market, I think it's the, I show you how to start your own Ellen bits market. Oh, the, his link for it. Yeah. He actually goes step-by-step into like, he has like a, I guess like a blog of a sort and it goes into like, a, oh, maybe that's not it. It's the other one. Um, it's one of the other ones that he has, but it, it sh- he shows you step-by-step how to do these things. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of cool because like there, I, I don't know where this, uh, this kind of um, documentation exists. I don't, just, I don't know if Ellen Bits has it, but if you go down, he tells you like what to download, what you what you need to do next. And um, he really breaks it down really good. I, I really appreciate people that take the time and consideration to like thoughtfully do these kind of planned steps. This is a lot of work. Like, um, yeah, documentation is a lot of work. And I just really, it's really, it's really bullish to see somebody like Darth Coin going out there and making this documentation for people that want to, start their own marketplace. Um, that's maybe, maybe that's something I'll probably do. You know, I mean, I don't know, but what are you going to sell? I think, I think I've been playing around with like, you know, the whole lightning aspect to media companies. And I think there's something there with markets. Maybe you can 
merch or maybe it's merch scenes or, like physical yeah, maybe, copies of yeah zines. maybe it's maybe it's digital copies of scenes maybe like but i oh. feel like the, the fact that there's documentation out there to show you how to do it is really cool and i love that darth coin was able to bring that to everybody so yeah, yeah, Darth yeah. Darth Coin does like all of these uh, tutorials and walkthroughs and stuff. I mean, he has this is this Substack is titled Darth Coin's Bitcoin Guides. I, there was another user I saw a post like a week or two ago. He's like, I'm I'm like destined to read all of Darth Coin's guides, mm-hmm. uh, and he was planning to go through them all. Um, but there's a lot of them. So, but yeah, Darth Darth always brings these kinds of things, and I've read his like Umbral guides before. Uh, for doing like mm-hmm. kind of weird things with my umbral node in the past. I don't think he uses umbral anymore because he's like upset at it. But um, yeah, he has lots of he has lots of great guides out there. A very helpful member of the community and shitcoin is a send people. That's straight from Darth Coin's uh, mouth to your ears. <laughs> um, but cool yeah. post, uh, top post of the week. People are excited about another another cool Elembits extension. Yeah. Um, the, the, if you click on the example part, it shows you how to publish your own shop. And oh, in here, yeah, at the bottom, it's all the way at the bottom. I would, I would just say, just like if you're interested in doing something with lightning related, look into it. It's this is great. But here's great the content. here's Darth Coins uh, web shop. You can buy some yeah. some like not non NFTs uh, images of interesting uh, Darth helmets. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, then we have our next top story is probably the, I think it's like the biggest story of the year so far, right? Um, yeah, maybe. very early This in the is year. Uh, Luke Dash Jr.'s PGP key compromise and Bitcoin stolen. This was announced on Twitter. It had uh, 16,000 sat or 1,639 sats, 56 comments, and it was um, brought to us by Nout. Yeah. Uh, this, what do you think about this? circulated this? a lot on Twitter. So my impulse is when any when anyone says they've lost Bitcoin, especially someone like Luke Dash or Luke Dash Jr. I always call him Luke Dash. Luke Dash Jr. uh, My first impulse is boating accident with all this stuff. It's just like great OPSEC. Someone who is like thinking about this stuff a lot. This is like the move you would make probably. I mean, it's unfortunately very public and is like, I think... Yeah. And kind of scary, but the best, I mean, this is maybe the best approach because it's going to get circulated extremely widely. People will be extremely suspicious. There are tons of like blogs written about it, tons of posting on Twitter about it. You want everyone to know you've lost your keys and for, for nearly everyone to believe that. Yeah. Why, why is that for Keon? Why, why, why is it important for, for, for him to tell everybody just because of like what might happen next or Oh, why is it important? I mean, why is it important to have a boating accident? No, it's, as far as like, like, let's say hypothetically, like, cause we don't know if this was really real or not, or if it was, I mean, do we, has, has anybody confirmed this? I mean, no one can confirm whether he lost his keys or not. I mean, the, there's no, there's no telling whether the activity on his Bitcoin addresses is uh, someone else or him. Um, there's just no telling, but if it's a, if it's a, if it's a boating accident like event, then you do, you want as many people to know about it as possible. And the reason why you want as many people to know about it as possible is because you, you eliminate people who might otherwise try to steal from you or attack you and include, and that includes the government itself. Uh, And so that, I mean, that's why I think people like Andreas Antonopoulos say things like, I have no Bitcoin, I spent it all. Or, 
you know, a lot of Bitcoiners say while they've been in Bitcoin a long time, they don't have, they don't have much Bitcoin or you're not supposed to tell people the amount of Bitcoin you have. Like all of, all of the undergirding reason is all the same here. Um, but yeah, so if it, but if it's real, it's pretty scary because, uh, he basically claims that he had cold storage, uh, uh, spent that he did not initiate the spend on. So someone somehow got access to his private keys, which according to him were offline. So it was interesting because, um, it looks like it was coin join and then he has it. Like if you click on the tweet, it goes even further and he goes, "Never mind, many, it's basically all gone. Um, but yeah, this, this, this received a lot of, um, I mean, everybody was looking at it on Sunday. Monday to everybody was talking about it this week. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate to see. I think the big, the, the, the biggest thing is like the, the quote retweets that I saw out there. It was just all these, you know, these people just trying to, to trying to dunk on Bitcoin core developers just saw that. So, yeah, a lot of stuff. I mean, I think CZ was like tweeting about it and like, Oh, this is, you know, versions of, this is why you shouldn't self custody. Uh, this kind of stuff can happen to a core dev. It can happen to you, this kind of stuff. Um, uh, but I, but I don't know whether it's true or not. I, there was also a tweet from Peter Todd. I didn't pull up the link earlier, but he, he claims that he confirmed it in a chat with someone who's close to Luke, that this was his, the parts of his setup or whatever. And, you know, they were speculating as to how it might have happened, but he didn't confirm that this wasn't Luke doing like kind of a false boat accident, boat accident type of thing. There's no way to confirm that. But if, if this actually did happen, you know, the way in which it happened, apparently Peter Todd is somewhat familiar with it. There are some people who I think Peter Todd was alluding to like a, the setup that Luke had, he, he had a computer that he thought was offline that he later, I think was reused for his kids was, I think the, the, the thread that Peter Todd was pulling on other posts that I saw suggested that, uh, he wasn't using decent entropy to generate his keys, in which case it might be brute force kind of easily. If someone is, is working, working diligently on brute forcing, Bitcoin private keys, but there's really no telling. Um, if it, I feel bad for him, if, if he actually did lose his keys in this way, it sounds it's, it'd be pretty, I mean, he lost a lot of money. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder who it was. I wonder if it's like his inner circle outside circle or like, I wonder if there's like some, like, like when something like that happens, like, do you look at the people around you immediately? Or do you look at the, like, just, just like, or is it like a central agency of, of a sort that does this like it just makes me wonder um how that works but yeah yeah i mean if it's the people around him they shouldn't be around him uh because who does that to someone yeah and then uh yeah if it's just if it's a central and like agency or a deep state type entity if that's what we're talking about then uh yeah. that's kind of expected behavior i think Wow. Wow. Okay. Our next top story is um, Bitcoin and stoicism week one. I I didn't really understand what the whole point of this post was. And I think there's a lot of snackers that kind of agreed, but I I could be wrong. Um, I was looking in the comments 
Um, but uh, yeah, so basically it's uh, 3,700 sats, 11 comments. It was from Soft Glitter. And um, yeah, this Bitcoin is sharing um, his thoughts on Bitcoin and Stoicism. Yeah, Are you, you into Stoicism? I've, I never got to, I mean, I'm, I like people who like Stoicism, so, but I've never like got into, I've never like read Marcus Aurelius. I read, um, gosh, there was like a book, The Obstacle is the Way. I think that was by Ryan Holiday, native Austinite, who wrote that book. And he's like a big Stoicist and he attempts to distill some of the lessons from Stoicism in that book. Um, I generally like it. I mean, it's kind of like, it's, pragmatic philosophy. I wouldn't even really call it so much philosophy because it's, it's a, it's kind of, it's kind of too pragmatic in my opinion to be uh philosophy. It just, uh, you know, this is how you should live your, live your life type of thing. Um, yeah. He also mentions like, you have no control over everything and uh, just, just keep going. And uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like there's maybe just a lot of hollers that already think that way. So maybe they just need to, give it a name and, and attach books to it. I think um, the, the coolest thing I thought about this was at, at the very end, he, he did mention like all these pleb courses that you could be taking um, if you wanted to start building. So if you scroll to the bottom, uh, he drops Nifty's course, he drops the pleb lab course, and then he drops like this other course I haven't heard of, but um, yeah, kind of cool. Plotsy. Yeah. He said he's going to come back every week and tell us more of the stoicism that he's learning uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it does, there is fair, there's a fair bit of overlap with Bitcoiners. They tend to be, you know, very pragmatic people, you know, minimal, like a lot of stoicism is encouraging, like minimal living, um, and being disciplined, that kind of thing. And so Are it's kind of consistent. Would you say you're stoic? Um, I don't know. Mm. Are you, I, I don't, uh, I would probably say on, on, I'm more stoic than the average person. I don't know if I'm like absolutely stoic. I think we know people who are probably extremely stoic, extremely stoic. Uh, I probably sit somewhere in between average and extremely stoic. I would, I would say I'm kind of humble. I just, I, I mean, I live in a white box, you know, don't really have anything in my apartment, but I like it that way. I don't know if that's stoicism or just me. I don't think that's stoicism. I mean, I think there are parts of your life that are not very, sto very stoic in my, in, right? oh, okay. in your view. Yeah. In my view. Yeah. That which makes sense. is, yeah. But uh, the, I, what's interesting is it's mostly men who are into stoicism. You think? Yeah. It, I mean, I could see women being stoic. I mean, I could see them too, but I don't know of any like prominent women who are also into stoic. I might not be paying attention, but, and then also the, the kind of father of stoicism is male. That might be another part of it. There's no like, Marcy Aurelius. Uh, it's Marcus Aurelius. I don't like, but maybe there's, maybe there's a female version of this. Um, yeah. Who would be a stoic woman out there in the world? You can point to. Elizabeth Holmes was probably Whoa. super deep. Into, you think so? I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, no, I could see that. She, Cause I don't know if you watched the Hulu documentary that they made or the movie that they made. It was actually really good. Uh, but she had like, she did the same thing that Jobs did just wear the same black thing every day. And, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's a, it, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know of any prominent female stoic. I assume there are, so, there are lots of them, but, uh, I just, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that it seems to have, uh, a strange pull to men specifically. Yeah. It's, it's probably just the word. 
the next top story is one that kind of snuck underneath the radar. I, I didn't hear about it just till today. Uh, Jack Mahler's strike commerce update. Um, it had 1,200 sats, 10 comments, and it was from now. This happened on December 30th, uh, 2022. Did you read the post? Yeah, I read it. The timing, you know, I think was maybe the reason why it didn't get picked up much. A lot of people were, you know, in full holiday mode at that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically Jack acknowledging that he overpromised and underdelivered at Bitcoin 2022, which is not super surprising. Uh, I think a lot of people do that. Uh, you know, it's, it's really hard to do that. I mean, it's, it's difficult to admit you did that on a stage. I even uh, said it at the time. Dude. Same, same. I think remember, a lot of people did. I mean, we were literally walking out of the conference and then we I remember us talking and we were just like, why did he go up there and announce that? Like there was no point. And it almost felt like he was forced to announce something this year or last year. And I was like, he doesn't have to announce just to announce it, but like, he doesn't need to keep you know, topping himself. Like he's already done enough. Like that's how I saw it. And then last year when I saw it, I was just like, there wasn't really an announcement of anything. It was just like, Oh, this is coming down the line. And then to see him kind of, you know, come to terms with that. It seems like after reflecting over the course of the year, I mean, I get it, dude, he's a young founder still. Like, I mean, people don't realize how young the guy is. And then on top of that, like he's literally the face of lightning that's out there to the world. So it's, um, it's a lot to take on your shoulder. And then also too, like just us being here in Austin and, and talking to some of the people that work at strike, like a lot of the things that's just out of their control, like they can do the NCR, you know, um, agreement or, 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 or work together with that. But it's, it's even up to the platforms to even turn on the lightning portion of it. So it's, it's not, it's one thing to put it in NCR and do all those things, but how do you actually get like Starbucks to turn it on? You know, it, I mean, it has the feature set and you could, but it's like, that's a whole nother, you know, obstacle. So I, I, I think personally, it's just like, it was, um, at the time I knew it was like just too early and it just seemed forced, but that's a fair live, live and learn, man. You live and learn. He's still, he's still a young founder, man. That's a fair read. Um, I mean, assuming he doesn't make the mistake again, I think, but I think, I think most of us understood that. Starbucks not turning it on was a possibility, but he led us all to believe it would be turned on. So I think there is, there are mistakes he made and I don't want to like act like he, that didn't happen. I mean, I think there, there are um, reasonable mistakes and understandable mistakes, but uh, I mean, yeah. it, he did lead us to believe that we would be able to walk into Starbucks and pay with Bitcoin that, and all of us like kind of couldn't believe it. And, but I think there is like this, this thing with startups where you feel like you have to escalate and escalate and escalate, especially when you're put on the spot like that at, on stage. And it, it would be also be irresponsible of us not to mention that they did raise a considerable amount of money last year. Um, and I'm not following saying, this announcement, following this announcement. So they would be very uh, irresponsible of us not to mention that part. Uh, so yeah, I think you live and learn. I think there there was probably a need at the time to push out a big, um, you know, uppercut, and and it got the it got the it got the deal done is what I will say. Um, but nonetheless, he he owned it, and that's what you can do in these kind of situations. You just own it and move on and, and learn from it. So I can't wait to see what he's going to do, though. I, I mean, dude, like I, I me personally, like I, the only reason I'm in the lightning space is because of like freaking people like Jack like shining the light on it. So. Yeah, you seem to be a big fan of uh, Strike in general. You always tell me there are two players in Lightning. It's it's Cash App and it's Strike. And that's like really the two players. And uh, 
Fold's coming up though. Are they? Have you been using Fold? No. Oh. But I'm close to. I'm feeling like I have to. Ooh, wow. I, feel I like mean, I'm, I feel like I'm missing out. That's a good spot to be in. Yeah, for Fold, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next top story is LNURL deposits coming to Moon Wallet soon. This one, I didn't, I didn't understand this post. This was 659 stats, 53 comments from Brandon Nakamoto. Just a tweet that says TM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did, what did you think? Uh, I don't think, I mean, I, I have a suspicion that Moon is just, uh, saying soon TM to this and isn't actually going to implement you LNURL. I think they've been asked LNURL questions for like ever. So. But the, is it, is it the moon wallet that can't do, which is the one that doesn't actually move Bitcoin. I know super, super have talked about this over and over again. Is it moon wallet that actually doesn't hold Bitcoin or is it a different wallet? It's like doing base layer. Um, do you know what I'm talking about or no? Uh, oh yeah. So moon wallet gets a lot of crap for being, for not actually being like a, like a lightning node on your phone. You're actually receiving to a base layer address and, and, uh, they do like these swaps between the lightning network. Like when you go to pay lightning, they'll swap your base layer for lightning and then make the payment for you. And then when you receive lightning, they'll swap it into on-chain Bitcoin, put, put that in your wallet, put it in your wallet. But uh, that's bas- that's basically how Moon works. It's non-custodial, and it it's kind of this hack. And I think why pe- a lot of people are upset about Moon, especially on Stacker News, is because it, you know, it's it's sort of misleading people into believing it's a Lightning wallet, and it's a Lightning wallet that probably can't operate forever unless there are changes to how Bitcoin works. Because assuming Lightning fee or Bitcoin on-chain fees get really high, the, the Moon's Moon's wallet no longer works really. Uh, for that model, but maybe they transition away. I actually think it's a really, you know, clean and nice wallet. Um, I don't have any really strong feelings about it personally. I mean, it works now. And I think that's, that's really what matters um, for so many of these things. And hopefully by the time Moon needs to transition away from being an on-chain wallet, like the lightning, running a lightning node on your phone or something like that, where you control your keys will be much easier on your phone. And Therefore, there's not much, not much to be upset about, but maybe this is holding lightning back in some way, I think is the main argument though. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But who knows about the LNURL thing? Who knows about the roadmap? Maybe they'll put it in. That'll be cool. More LNURL. Cool. There's a lot of moon fans out there. Yeah. Yeah. People like it. Yeah. Uh, Next, uh, next stories that we have are AMAs. This was from John Light, Bitcoin researcher, had 12,000 sats, 21 comments and from Litecoin. Um, did you take a look at this AMA? Yeah, I did take it. I asked John a bunch of questions. So John wrote a validity rollups report as a HRF research fellow earlier in the year. It got a lot of circulation. Uh, validity rollups are kind of like uh, these, I kind of view them as like, I don't know, cryptographic uh, packages that you can kind of guarantee that thing, or you can kind of validate that things have happened in them. Um and a lot of people see it as like essential to scaling. John, this is John's point of view too. He thinks he thinks it would like a supporting validity rollups on Bitcoin with a few opcodes would allow us to do re- you know really interesting things with privacy or uh, more expressive types of uh, programming and stuff. Um, 
I don't, I don't understand the cryptography and stuff behind this too much. So I don't want to talk too much on it, but that's my like vague understanding of it. I would read John's report for more. He writes really well. Um, even though he's writing like fairly technical things. Um, but yeah, it was a great AMA. Uh, he said he's been a long time lurker. First time poster. Yeah, a lot of lurkers. A lot of lurk. People love lurking. Yeah. Uh, we had another AMA. Nico was simply Bitcoin. It had 14,000 sats, man. They love them. 50 yeah. comments. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. That's I, a nice size AMA. Yeah. Nico, we get a lot of simply, a lot of folks post simply Bitcoin uh, videos to Stacker News. Um, and I've seen simply Bitcoin around Twitter quite a bit. I don't really listen to podcasts these days. But I know a lot of stackers like simply simply yeah, Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure a lot of clubs love simply Bitcoin. Yeah, because they just they just kind of get you kind of get it in, and you know everything that's going on. You can keep up pretty easily. They do all the work for it's you. A weird format, but I think uh, I think Kyle Kyle's a, a fan of simply yeah, Bitcoin. I check them out every once in a while, but it's a weird format just for me. Yeah, but like you know. Good, good old Bitcoiners. Uh, we came in and we asked him a bunch of questions. I think I asked him like what he believes about Bitcoin that few others don't believe. And he said that the cycles are like predictable and they're like, they're consistent. They're not like anomalous and they'll continue. He thinks they'll like on some level continue for a long time. Yeah. I think the cycles. Yeah, definitely. The cycles do feel like predictable. Yeah. At this point right now we're in the first part of the bear market. This is the ugliest part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, next, we're going to get into uh, our top Stacker News post of the week. Mine is uh, the Everlize opens for beta. Uh, this was uh, 151 sats, three comments uh, from Santos. So if you don't know, uh, Emerlize is this like cool educational um, platform that allows, it's kind of basically like Udemy, uh, but it allows you to pay with lightning. So if you click on the tweet, he goes through with like this whole conversation of like what it does, the different things that you have on there. He's trying to get more and more educators. So I wanted to bring it up because like if you're somebody who like Darth Coin, for example, he could go and do all those tutorials that he has that he's created and then make go a make, course. make a course and then offer it up for lightning. Um, and then you even people that want to go learn this stuff, you can get sats back on any, that's a great idea for a course, by the way, I want to interrupt you briefly, uh, mm -hmm. a core, uh, uh, like becoming a Bitcoin, like accepting p Bitcoin payments as a merchant, that as a course would be, <sighs> that'd be huge. Killer. I could see Darth coin doing that. Yeah. If you can make that and then, um, or even like how to like log in with stacker news, like it, it, you can make any type of course. Like it could be like how to make the best stacker news poster, how to make the, like for me, how to like make the best podcast or like, you know, stuff like that, or, or write the, 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 a post or, or something, any course that you can think of. It, you can get paid in lightning. There's no KYC. There's none of that. Uh, he's still working on it. He's still trying to get more people onboarded, but right now you can sign up and uh, get access right now. He's just trying to get feedback as much feedback as he can. Um, so we've been helping him out here at Plub Lab and um, we have the Plub Dev course up there. I know he's going to be running a promotion here pretty soon. So look for more to come out, but yeah, I think, uh, I think sats back on learning kind of cool man right oh is that is he actually doing sats back on yeah. learning i didn't know that yeah it's so cool. if you like watch the course you get sats is yeah that, wow <laughs> like why would you not right so anyways it's definitely something definitely a post that kind of snuck by this week but uh i just wanted to bring it up 
What do you get? What do we, what do I get if I watch the plug, the plug dev course, you get some stats back. So every course that there's, so you click on it, there's six courses in there, uh, or six, uh, different videos and it has the thing in there, but it, you get stats back on every single one of them. We so, don't know. How, how uh, I think, I think he said it was like 125, something like that. Okay. But if you wait, Oh, I don't want to announce anything that has been said yet. I'd have a bad habit of doing that, but just, just go and try it out. Check it out. There's a free lightning course that he's making. He's dropping more courses. Um, I encourage people to go make their own course and sell it. Um, Cause I think, I think this is the way it's going to take off. I I think once he gets the metrics in there and, and gets all that situated, um, man, I think sky's the limit for MRLIs. Yeah. What's crazy is he also has like a full-time like C-suite job at Zebedee and he's He's doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. This is definitely definitely separate from Zebedee. Um, I think he's using support. Zebedee underneath. As but well. yeah, they support his uh, his uh, creation here. So freaking cool. Yeah, really cool. Overbuilding in the bear market. That's what we're doing. Um, here. I meant to go through and read this, but I forgot to read it. Um, so that we'll just we'll do that. <laughs> but but uh, uh, that was going to be my top story. I only read like part of it and I don't want to like read it in the middle of the podcast. Well, can you, can, well, maybe we don't have to bring in that one, but the the post that you announced this week about the editor, can we oh, talk, we can about, talk that? about that? Yeah. One. yeah. Cause I think I want to have questions about that. Yeah. So let this me could be your top up. post, this kind of meta, but yeah, we could do a meta top post. Let's see. I think it got downvoted out of uh, the top. <laughs> right there. Here we go. It. Yeah. That one. 17. So, so th this week, Keon announced the Snacker News new editor testing playground. So you can kind of click on that and take a look at it. it. had 660 sats, a lot of comments, a lot of input. What'd you think about the input? I mean, it was you? so on some, it was on some level expected. So if you, if you review the history of any kind of editor change on any used app, there's a large outcry when there's a transition from one format to another because it's so high traffic and so people get like dependent and used to it and they build a habit around it that uh, changes to it are upsetting. And uh, so if you look like the first thing, like one of the editors I, I, I kind of enjoy is Slack's editor because it allows you to do like markdown shortcuts but it still is a lot uh, get, but it still gives you, you know, kind of more easy to use type of features. So that was like one, but if you search for Slack editor, just to like, I was looking for like people who broke down maybe some of the design choices they made on it. Uh, most of what you get is public outcry when they switched away from Markdown to, uh, mm. to the current editor that they have. So we, on some level expected this, um, but what was interesting is like, no one really was like, I would prefer this. And so, uh, you know, maybe it's too early. Maybe I think the other, then the point I'm more concerned about is does it work well? Cause I know there's, there is a, there is like a resistance to anything new, as I was saying, like during these transitions, people don't like them, but maybe, maybe what's wrong about it is the design. Maybe what's wrong about it is the way it functions. Maybe like those things I think are the things I'm mostly concerned about. I think, you know, regardless, like eventually we'll need to do this. The timing might be bad. I don't think I don't think it's the right time. Is like my conclusion right now. Yeah, when, my my confusion around it was like when where would I see this? Would I just see it within the edit box of? To me, this makes more sense. Like when I'm about to post something, I don't know that that would be how it would. That's where it would be. That's what, where. So it would be like when I click on like actually go, go to Stack, post, go to Stacker News, and then go to post. And then this is where I would see the 
This is where I would see the editor and then click on more. Or, I mean, I or would I, I just click on discussion? People can't see what you're doing, but uh, I can. Oh, we can't post because we're well, I'm not logged in. But you would go. You would post it anywhere you have a text area. So this this kind of a large region of text that you're writing, where you would normally, where you would input Markdown. You could use this editor. That would be the idea. Not it, here. See, see, to me, this personally. It would be cool to have more than just the title and the URL. I get that, but it would be cool to have the option and then the editor just kicks in here. Where I, can... I don't think you fully go back. So if you go back. Yeah. So discussion. So, so click this discussion. would be when you're on discussion, this is where you would get this editor. This oh, right then here. why can't I? So they didn't want that there? No. Wow. Really? And on comments, you would get it too because you could format well, maybe, comments. Maybe not comments, but it makes sense to have it in the discussion. But I don't know. I what mean, were it, they, what were they saying? That was, that was what they were saying is that they didn't want it. They wanted Markdown. They wanted it to be Markdown still. Um, this was, I mean, this isn't even like the final UI I was going to go with. This was just like, here is like the bare minimum of what I've got. And I'm just really curious what people think of it at this stage. I'm kind of glad I did. Cause I think the move is actually to not go ahead with it. Wow. Um, and we'll, will shelf like a full this what it's called a what you see is what you get editor until until a later date when uh when we think you know we'll give users the option to still use markdown but when we think there's enough users who really really demand it but in the meantime there there are like middle roads that we can pursue where we help people write my markdown as they write it but that's that's kind of where you give people the option to turn that on right now then maybe we might eventually, we might do that. Can I just have it? Though? We might, we might have like an experimental settings area where you can use these kind of beta things and that might be cool. Um, I would rather, honestly, I would rather, I'd prefer that, but I think, okay. I, I think a lot of people are use uh, that a lot of people that post on second news are just maybe comfortable with Markdown. I think so. I'm certainly not. Yeah. The, for technical audiences, it's very familiar. Like if you do anything on GitHub, you're using Markdown. And so and, you know, for a long time, blogs, you would format them in Markdown. Tech, when technical people write blogs, they write them in Markdown. So it's it's very familiar. It's very powerful. It gives you, like, nearly everything that you could possibly want to do in a text document. And, you know, with with just, like, you know, kind of keyboard input. Yeah, so maybe the option is to do, is to is to allow people to enable it for now. My biggest, my biggest thing is like, it's not, it doesn't work perfectly. Like there, it, I'm using a very, I'm using a six month old library underneath this, that it has a great design in terms of the code and it'll be really powerful once it's like fully baked, but I don't think it's there entirely yet. Um, and I don't want anyone to experience bugs while they're doing something so core to the product either. That yeah, that would, that would, that would make it unusable. Yeah. Good call. Anyway. Well, Live and learn, just like Jack. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so this will this will continue to survive, and this code base will continue to iterate on. So it's just this is like an R and D feature at this point. In terms of this stuff is like, it's gross. It's like a lot. It's a lot of code, and it's not fun. Um, okay, so we're pivoting to Noster then. This is what it looks. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, well, not, I mean, not five. Some, some Noster editor. Some. I mean, what Noster client has a WYSIWYG? I'd love to, I'll, I'll fork their code. Uh, what's, can we do NIP5 then? Are you going to do work on that? I'll be, yeah, I'm working on NIP5 cool. now because I'm, it's, I'm, I'm it's, shout out useless, I won't say the word, useless crap.cc. He helped me out, set up my NIP5. Nice. So. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell Shipnet 5 probably today. Um, wow, nice. I can change it. It's like, uh, I mean, it's all the Noster stuff is really simple. That's why that, that's why they they do so well. Um, uh, we'll get into a super, super stat segment. And uh, yeah, so top stackers of the week, MF stacked almost 50,000 sats. I don't know where those, I mean, 12 posts, 14 comments. That's a pretty good ROI. It's a good week. Yeah, really good week. Put it in the work. Kale, uh, Kale, who uh, is apparently sh- who's a developer of BSATs and apparently uh, uh, has recently developed the ability to log in and tip and post in it. Uh, they they are going they they are submitted that to review for the App Store, and so we'll have a Sacker News mobile client that is able to you know, do everything you want to do on Sacker News, which is pretty cool. So he earned some stats from me. And I think Ben Carmen was also asking about it. Uh, Nico in their AMA, uh, Chunking Express with the cash, uh, trying to use more cash, which I was, I was intending to be my top story, but I, I hadn't read it fully. And then Litecoin, Darthcoin, uh, lots of, lots of big stackers this week. Nice. Big spenders are. Gotten out in there too. Big spenders are. Will spent 50k sats, uh, foundation devices. I think with their jobs spent 20k, or maybe there was a maybe there's some boosts they did. Mm. Now, uh, Peter Todd coming in tipping a lot. Uh, Isaac Mitchell, that's Austin. Another, oh, is that yeah, is that Austin? Mm-hmm. No, not not Austin, Austin, the other Austin. <laughs> is there another Austin? Yeah, he's the one that has the uh, his company, the one that just oh, okay. Um, what is it? They do. They have the cash thing. No, they have the electricity thing. Oh, he's uh Sonota. Yeah. Yeah. Sonota. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Austin Legion is growing. Heck yeah. There'll be as, as many Austins as there are been soon. So Bitcoiners start having kids here and they're, oh, wow. they're kind of white trash and name them after where they're, they were conceived, you know? Oh, interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Ben the Carmen up there too. Look at that. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of, lots of, lots of spenders. Uh, none of you beat me this week. So how about that? Last week, someone beat me, but this week <laughs> yeah, you were shocked. Yeah. This week, uh, I did it. I'm at the top. Take that losers. Uh, uh, user analytics for the week. I don't know if there's anything super interesting. It's kind of, it's kind of fun watching the referrals tick up. So like on the fourth, we had seven people earning from referrals. So nice. I think we'll continue to see these like trickle up you can start to see the little, that little purple line at the top there. That's all the, that's the sats that are coming in for referrals for people. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing, they're not posting or anything. They're just, they're just earning the, those sats passively. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But otherwise pretty neat. Wow. We had some a nice uptick in signups, but yeah, pretty normal stuff. And uh, I guess we'll get into boosts. Yeah, we'll get into boosts. We got uh, 5,698 sats this week. 3,770 boosted. This from, uh, you know who it is. Boog. The Boog. <laughs> the Boog. Blockchain Boog. He says, Happy New Year, guys. Thank you, Blockchain Boog. We appreciate you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got. What are you going to do this weekend, Keon? What am I going to do? We're supposed to go see a clown show tonight. What? Where? Uh, apparently it's on the east side. Hmm. And apparently it's like, I think it's like a, it's a form of clown. There's a lot of different forms of clown, but I think it's like a grotesque form of clown. Like the Joker? 
Um, maybe, maybe, I don't know how you would, cl- I don't know much about clown, but I know there are like different kinds and there is a particular kind of clown now that is kind of more like a little bit more raunchy. Um, so we're going to go, we might go see that I don't, pending, pending review. Yeah. Um, take some pictures. Let me see that. Yeah. How about your weekend? What are you doing? Working. Nice. <laughs> just over just every day. It's like we got uh, actually tomorrow should be fun. Actually tomorrow we have the Noster, um, workshop here at the lab. So oh, it's yeah. going to be cool for that. We'll be able to see Christopher, all that stuff. We're, I'm sure it's going to be jam packed. It's going to be nuts. And then, uh, Sunday I'll probably be back in working some more. It's going to be, it's going to be, dude, it's going to be a long January. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a long January. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, we haven't had a Nosta workshop since Jack joined. And so I think you're, I think you're right. I'll probably be popping off. Yeah. We had some people at ABC last night. They were, they were like, oh, we're going to come to the Nosta workshop. Yeah. How was ABC? It was good. It was good. Just me and the guys talking about the the building that we're doing here in, uh, in uh, Austin. You were speaking? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were speaking. I would have yeah. gone. Ah, okay. Ah, good. <laughs> no one told me. All right. <laughs> It was good food though. Seeky. Okay. See you guys next time. Zap.